Good day folks. Today I want to follow on from the last episode by talking about building your internal support structure or emotional resilience. If you're currently not having to deal with a traumatic situation, you have in the past or you will in the future. Loss of jobs, facing an uncertain future, the loss of loved ones in a very short space of time and with no opportunity to adhere to cultural burial practices have left many people with untold stress and trauma. How do we handle and grow from all of this? Emotional resilience speaks to our ability to handle and adapt to stress and crises that come with life. Some people seem wired from an early age to be able to do this, and it is true, but the good news is that it can be learnt and developed. To put this together, I've drawn from a book called Resilience, The Science of Mastering Life's Greatest Challenges, by Dr. Stephen Southwick and Dennis Charney, in which they researched how prisoners of war and other people survived great trauma, but came out and went on to be very successful thereafter. They found that common to all these people were 10 factors that we can all learn and cultivate so we are better able to survive crises and trauma. Number one, be optimistic. This is not to say discount the facts on the ground but rather balance them out with a realistic worldview. Don't dwell on the negative. Focus on your strengths and abilities and that which you can change. Two, face your fears. Avoidance leads to you magnifying the issue in your own eyes. Deal with your fear head on. Three, have a moral compass. It's not all about yourself. The people the writers studied all had a strong sense of right and wrong. They were people with convictions and also put others before themselves. This trait helped them during and after the traumatic situations they went through. 4. Practice spirituality, or as I put it in a previous episode, having a deep spiritual connection. This trait was the number one trait that all trauma survivors possessed. Religious belief was put as the single most powerful force in explaining the the tragedy and survival thereafter. Number five, social support. An illustration of this is how prisoners of war in the Vietnam War, though in solitary confinement, some for up to eight years, developed a tap code by tapping on the walls of their cells to let each other know they were not alone. We all need family and friends. Six, have resilient role models even if they're negative role models that show us what we don't want to be like. A study of children who grew up in deprived neighborhoods but go on to be successful and productive as adults found that they had great role models who provided a positive example and supported them. Seven, maintain physical fitness. This is not only important physically, but it helps your mental well-being. Studies have confirmed this to be true. Apparently, the stress of exercise helps us to adapt to the stress we feel when life challenges us. 8. Keep your brain strong by being a continual learner, as this helps you to adapt to new information continually as the world changes. Resilient people are always seeking out opportunities to learn and be more mentally fit. Number 9. Be mentally agile. We all have a coping mechanism but resilient people have several ways to deal with stress and trauma. Most trauma survivors 
have put humor as a coping mechanism as it reduces the threatening nature of the situation and increases the capacity to tolerate stress. And 10. Find meaning in what you do. Resilient people operate with a sense of purpose and so when hard times come, they feel a greater purpose is behind them and pushing them on. Today I want to encourage you to take an inventory of your internal support system and begin to build within yourself the traits that support you in these traumatic times and in the future.